Welcome to the Wellness Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping wellness professionals grow their business with easy and effective digital marketing strategies. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I'm a nutritional scientist, entrepreneur, and digital marketing professional. And bringing business and science together is kind of my jam. Tune in for interviews with the industry's best, inspirational stories, and everything marketing. Thanks for joining me today. And this is the Wellness Marketer Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wellness Marketer Podcast. Thanks so much for pushing play on this episode. I know you are probably super excited to dive into what I have to say about 2021 Instagram marketing. And yes, I am still going to be loving on and using Instagram throughout 2021. And I think you guys should be too. So for those of you who don't know, I am like to what I call, I'm what I call myself, a results-based marketer, which means that everything that I do and everything that I'm teaching you guys, I want to bring it back to how this creates a tangible result in our business just because that's the way that my brain works and that's the way that we justify making investments and where we spend our time and our other resources like money or our team's time. So super important to be looking for the results. That being said, if you have not um, mapped out some business goals for yourself for 2021, you don't need a full ass business plan and like these crazy goals, but you should at least have a goal for how much money you want to make. If you haven't done your goal setting or you're overwhelmed by goal setting, I just released an episode last week around my four-step business um, goal setting method that I use to plan my business uh, to make sure that it's really well-rounded and that we're not just focusing on the business side, but making sure that we feel really good day-to-day as well. So before you dive into this episode, make sure that you have a tangible goal in mind, or I guess you could listen to this episode without one, but before you get to marketing, make sure you have that goal. So Instagram and social media at its core, guys, I want to like, let's go back to the beginning here of what actually is social media, what is Instagram, and ultimately, like in terms of a marketing perspective, guys. It is so ingrained in our lives as just part of what we do. It's, you know, part of our phones, which is basically attached to our body, the fifth limb. But really, social media is a tool for visibility, okay? And for gaining visibility for yourself and for your business. So that's why we want to grow communities. That's why we want more engagement because if we have more engagement that means you know more people saw it and they liked it and if more people liked it then that means the Instagram algorithm is going to like us and it's going to show it to more people aka more visibility everything you're doing on the app is you might not realize it right now but you're looking for more visibility you want your business to get out there you want people to know what you do and you want them to see you as a perfect solution so that being said instagram is a tool for visibility and it is not your business instagram is not a business especially so like obviously 
I'm not talking to influencers and content creators where creating content for Instagram very much is their business. But if you are a health pro, health practitioner, wellpreneur, any of my usual crew, then Instagram is not your business. And that might seem really obvious <laughs> to a lot of people. However, and be surprised the amount of people who open Instagram accounts in hopes to or launch Instagram accounts in hopes to launch their business. And then it just doesn't really connect. And then they're frustrated because they've been posting, you know, about something or maybe not, <laughs> maybe not posting. But then you get, you might be feeling really frustrated. Sorry guys, I like don't know who I'm talking to when I like use ex random examples like that. I'm like, I don't wanna put this on you because I'm not saying you're doing this, but you know what I mean. Like this hype, the hypothetical people that I use in my examples, that is who I am referencing when we are talking about what you shouldn't be doing, unless you're also doing it and then call yourself out on your shit. That's you and that's not me. Okay, so Instagram is not your business, AKA you need something to sell and you probably need something off of Instagram that's actually gonna support you. And what I mean by that are just like other business softwares and systems such as like, for example, like an online practice management software, just to give you an example, like you should have these things as well if you're using Instagram or if you're interested in using Instagram for business. So all of this to say that when we go into making our 2021 Instagram marketing plan, and we are gonna dive into that literally in the next 60 seconds, um, but to really have a successful Instagram marketing plan, you need to have a business, AKA something that you wanna sell as well as a results-oriented goal, okay? So not just that you wanna grow the business, but maybe you wanna make five sales a month, right? You know, so if you wanna make five sales a month and that is your goal, that's your business goal, you have, you know, a practice and you want five new clients or five new patients this month, then you know all you have to do on Instagram, right, is make those five sales a month. Get five new clients or five new patients. So. Everything that you want to do on Instagram is going to be about connecting with those potential clients, getting them excited about what you do, and then getting them on a discovery call with you so you can lead them through your sales process um, and ultimately turn them from a follower into a client, okay? That's another piece here for you before we dive into the Instagram marketing plan. And like, you guys know, I just love to give all the best things away. <laughs> on the podcast, but if you don't have a sales process in your business, then you absolutely need one to help you convert your followers into clients. That's like the vessel you say, Katie, how do I convert followers into clients? Literally the how is the sales process. So more on that later, that's an episode for another day, but just know that you need a sales process <laughs> to support you in making more sales on Instagram. So Five sales, we're gonna go back to this five sales a month concept. And again, I hope you realize that when I do say like five sales, we're talking about five new clients, five new patients, five new students, whatever it looks like in your business, I use these words interchangeably. So this is for you. Okay, it's really easy to get caught up in the hype of Instagram 
And what we're going to do in this episode is really simplify it. And that's always my goal is to simplify the marketing for you guys so that we can uncover the things that really move the needle forward and get you results. And if you're someone who's like, maybe you're thinking right now, okay, like Katie, just get to the good stuff. I want to highlight that this is the good stuff. Okay. No amount of Instagram strategy can outmarket a bad offer, something like if you're selling something your clients don't want and or if you don't even have like a concrete goal for what you're trying to do or achieve on Instagram, then you're always going to have this like moving target slash it's just going to be impossible to hit. So no amount of quote unquote Instagram hacks are actually going to help you achieve this long-term result if you don't have these fundamental pieces in place. And I truly do mean that because for 2021, I'm pretty sure the vibe for everyone, maybe not, but let me know if this is you. Send me a DM on Instagram at The Wellness Marketer. I fucking love Instagram, but I'm trying to, you know, spend less time on it in 2021 so that I can really focus on the things that matter while I am on the app and then, you know, take my life back and do these other important CEO things or just, you know, enjoy my life. So those are the those are the fundamental gu- fundamentals, guys. Those are the basics. As mentioned, your goal should be about sales. And yeah, not everything's about the numbers for people. If you're going to come, if you're going to come at me with that, like it's not always about the numbers, but when it's your time, when it's your energy, if it's not getting you the numbers, then you have to move on. And that's just a fact of being a solopreneur or starting up a business. So the goal should be about sales, not about follower growth, not number of posts per week, but sales. Because if I lost followers, right? Like if I only posted one time in a week, lost 10 followers after that post, but I got five sales, that is a huge win for me, a huge win. And so a lot of quote unquote seeing success on Instagram is actually about reframing what is important to you and really focusing on that and I'm like doing my hand motions, what else is new? But like visual, like horse with blinders on, just forget the rest, like laser focus on that goal. So that being said, the algorithm is not the enemy. It's not the enemy. It doesn't even change that much. Everyone's on Instagram like new algorithm, new algorithm, alert, alert. They are not changing. Do you know how much that would cost? Do you know how much that would cost Facebook to engineer, re-engineer that software every six months in the way that people think they do? It doesn't change that much. The one thing that the algorithm is trying to do, the one thing is keep people on the app longer by showing people the posts that they think will keep them on the app longer. And so what does that mean? It means that that's why you want to get more likes, quote unquote, you're looking for more likes so you can have better engagement so you can get more reach on the Instagram algorithm, right? Or, you know, the new algorithm loves reels. It loves reels, gotta post the reels or I'm gonna lose my lose my reach, right? So again, reframing the algorithm is not the enemy and the algorithm doesn't really change. It's just slowly tweaking and they make these small tweaks so that it can get smarter. 
okay? And it can show people the content that they really wanna see. So that being said, your intention, no matter what algorithm, quote unquote, update is coming out, your intention, your focus stays the same. Like, forget the noise. I'm like, this is a no bullshit episode today, guys, but like, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So as long as you're posting content that your audience, that your ideal clients truly find interesting and want to engage with content that actually helps them in some way, then they're going to keep engaging with it and you are going to come out on top every time the algorithm updates. Because for most people, it's not an issue of, okay, like I don't, it's not an issue of not understanding the algorithm okay like there's no secret that you don't know in regards to the algorithm there's like three main factors that the algorithm is built on so one and i'll get into these right now but one is do you have a relationship with this person a digital relationship if they've engaged with your post before it's going to appear higher on their feed okay and i want to think of i'm not going to spend too much time here because this is this is not really about instagram planning But again, very important. And this is probably going to be a bit of a longer episode, which you guys can obviously see if you're at this stage because you can see the whole episode length and I'm just getting into it. So you have you have more insight than me here. Okay, so the three elements that are basically determining the algorithm or like what someone's feed looks like is like, do you have a relationship with this person? Number two is did others like this content? Does it have good engagement? That signals if it's a good quality piece of content. And then therefore, Instagram wants to show you the highest quality pieces of content, the content that will keep you on the app, okay? And then number three, I say, the third uh, factor is, is it recent-ish, okay? Uh, It started off, is it recent, but with current changes like you know you can see posts in your feed that are like up to three four five days old sometimes when they're like really high quality so the time obviously is still a factor instagram is not good at all for what we call evergreen content like once you post it it kind of dies unless you have a strategy for pumping new life back into it but those are the three factors that really impact the algorithm and who sees your posts So don't stress about it. It's really not rocket science. The only thing you have to think of is how do I keep putting out content that my audience actually wants to see? So your goal is to create content that gets engagement, aka no more crying over the algorithm, then the 2021 Instagram marketing plan and what I'm suggesting for anyone listening to this is actually going to be very simple. Like I said, it's not rocket science, especially, especially, especially when you are running a business or you have an offer that people really, truly want and need, okay? Again, this is a whole other topic and I could talk for like 20 hours just about this. This is an art and a science, but if you are having trouble selling your product, just to anyone listening to this, I want you to ask yourself, is this offer something that my ideal clients truly want and need? But onward and upward into the four parts of your Instagram marketing plan. 
So part number one is your profile. So your profile serves as like your front door for your Instagram, right? Like if people see your profile and they're not immediately, like they don't immediately go, oh, this looks cool or this sounds like me, like some sort of positive statement that relates to them, then they're gone. You've lost them. So first impressions really do matter on Instagram. And I am going to pull up my phone right now so I can look at all of the elements on my profile and talk you through them. Okay. So the first one, like the most obvious, and I feel like this one gets the most chatter is the bio. Okay. But we don't have to overcomplicate this. Your bio should say, what you do and who you do it for so that when your ideal clients read it, they go, oh my God, that's me. And you should probably have a call to act, not probably, you definitely, definitely, definitely want to have a specific call to action at the end of your bio, telling them what step to take next. So if you have an email list, a freebie, anything like anything else that you might want to drive traffic to strategy around that like again go back to your business goals like if your business goals are to book like five clients what is how does someone take that next step from becoming a follower or even just yeah visiting your profile to becoming a client if it's getting on the phone with you then that should be the call to action and it should be there as the link in your bio um picture All of my beautiful business owners who have beautiful branding, I know you want to put a logo in your pick, but honestly, we love you. We love to see you. We want to see you. So please, if it's appropriate, like obviously if this is just like a practice where there's multiple practitioners then, and it's like a practice account, then you probably want to put the logo. But if it's an account for you where you are the brand, like you're going to be showing your face on Instagram stories multiple times a week, then I highly suggest having your face in your Instagram photo. And the last thing I'm going to talk about when setting up your profile, because this is something that's actually so underrated. Okay. One note about your link. I know lots of people love a good link tree, like me too, honestly, me too. However, less links equals more power. Okay. There's this principle. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Honestly, this is like about your website, but I realize like this is obviously not in the context of your website, but the quote is for every element that you add to your website, the less important each element becomes. Okay. Super powerful, so powerful. And it can be applied to like so many things. I know I would feel the same way about my wardrobe, (laughs) about my clothes. If I had like three outfits only, then I would probably treat them a little bit differently. But anyways, right? Like with more importance, right? Because like you only have three. So it's actually a human psychology thing. So for your links, keep it like under three links, even if you have a link tree, like, okay, three, maybe like three, fine, max three. But honestly, like, obviously you could do whatever you want. However, if you want to maximize the amount of clicks and minimize the number of people who get um, choice paralysis and then just 
choose to click away from your link tree. It's better to like actually get the click through on the things you truly want. Again, this comes back to being clear on your goals. If you're trying to send traffic, like you only have one link on Instagram. So you can't be trying to send traffic to book a call with you and to your website and to your blog post from four weeks ago and to your random affiliate account that like makes you $10 a month. And then, you know, to your Arbon account that you don't even like actually care about. So like, People are going to read all of that and then be like, uh, I don't know what to do. And or the message is so clouded. It's so confusing because you're sending people to like five or seven different places. And it seems not confusing to you because it's your business and it's your brand. But I'm telling you, it's ruining your conversion rate. Okay. Okay. So that's your profile, making sure that your profile is like refreshed for 2021, that your links are good, that you got a fresh headshot going up in your picture and that your bio is updated with a clear call to action to take your um, your audience, take them on that journey, let them take that next step from follower to client. The next step on the journey from follower to client. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, so part number two of the Instagram marketing plan is your content. This seems like a big one, obviously, because it is. Posting content on Instagram is literally everything. That's the whole it's the whole point of the social app. So really, yeah, everything truly does revolve around what you post. And I will come back to this principle all the time. Consistency and quality over quantity with your content. There is no hard and fast rule around you have to post three, four, five times a week, or any of the things, because like I said, if your goal was to get five new clients in a month, right? Like let's keep it more realistic, right? Let's say not that that's not realistic, but bear, keep with me here, guys, keep with me. So if your goal was four new clients, right? Like one new client a week, right? And if you only posted once per week, but got one new client from each post, you could hit your business goals with just doing one post a week. And now that is why there's no cookie cutter rule for how much you do or don't have to post. It's about you and your business and what kind of content you have to put out to help support your business goals. When we come back to like, what is Instagram? It's a tool for visibility. This content is the way that we are going to be visible and gain that visibility. That's how we are going to get in front of new people through the content that we post. So that being said, you know, you don't need to post five times a week and I would much rather you post one quality post once per week and do that consistently. If you could show up once per week in a way that was like, damn, then I'm telling you, you'd be golden you'd be golden. The next question that comes up is, okay, well then what do I actually post? That's great. I only got to post once a week. You know, you're like, Katie, you're my new BFF. Now, what do I post? Again, the answer is actually pretty simple. So you want to be posting things that solve their problems. Okay. Solve their problems or help them reach their goals relative to your offer. Okay. So If you are a practitioner that, you know, maybe you're like an intuitive eating coach, then 
you want to think about like what are the top 10 problems that my clients have like when they're looking to do this work like maybe they're feeling really out of control around food or you know like the yo-yo dieting like starting and stopping or like obsessive thoughts like whatever these problems or symptoms are like aka the things that suck that they want to change help them address those problems in your content because then what happens is people pay to solve problems that's why people will pay you so people need to know that you can solve it for them and that's what you're trying to do in your content to keep this stupid simple you're showing them you can solve their problems you're telling them that you know how to reach their goals and you're telling them that you know you know that it sucks or that whatever they're going through sucks, but that it doesn't have to be this way because you know how to get them to the other side, right? Like to this thing that they actually want. And when you can communicate that through your content in one post a week, even just one post a week, then you are doing what you need to be doing, okay? Coming back to what do I post, what do I post, You got to post things that actually move people, okay? I wrote down this quote today. In a world where everyone is using social media to numb themselves, the most powerful thing you can do is post content that makes them feel something. What? Mic drop. I know. Guys, I know. Maybe you didn't mic drop on that, but if you didn't mic drop on that, then replay it over and over again until you have the mic drop moment. Because if you're wondering why your content doesn't get you any, doesn't get any engagement or doesn't move the needle, I have a hunch. I have a hunch. I'll let you tell me. But I have a hunch that maybe you're not actually feeling anything when you're creating the content. And that might be a tough pill to swallow, but posting things that move people, that actually get them to feel something, to feel an emotion that they want to feel, like that's how you get people to take action. Like we are emotional creatures. And you know, whether that action is engaging with the post or DMing you for more info about your program, it's the same thing because you have to move people enough in your content to take an action, to break the scroll of them just scrolling away and to actually stop and do something. So there has to be like an element of disruption that happens and that doesn't just happen. Like, you know, for my physicists who are listening, oh my gosh, I wish I did it. (laughs) I have my MSc guys. I should like know this off the top of my head, but whoever, is it inertia? Is it Murphy's law? I don't know, but things in motion tend to stay in motion, okay? And that's how it goes with the scroll, okay? So you have to inspire them enough to stop. And then getting them to take action and then whether or not that action is engaging versus DMing you, that's just a matter of you actually putting the call to action in your post, okay? Which is like 2021 Instagram marketing plan, number one, 
set a rough framework for how often you want to post, like weekly, like two posts a week, one post a week, five posts a week, whatever feels available to you that you know you can actually do uh, with consistency and quality. And then number two is what do I post, right? So I want you to brainstorm 20 things. You're gonna brainstorm 20 things, okay? 10 problems that your clients have and then 10 goals or things that they want in their life. And surprise, surprise, those are gonna be your next 20 posts. And if you're only posting once a week, then booyah, you just mapped out like five months worth of content in 10 minutes. So now that you have some inspo for what you're going to post, then you have to get to actually creating the content. Ooh, oh my goodness. I just scrolled down in my notes and I realized there's one more thing that I wanted to touch on about emotions before we move off of what to post, just so you guys can understand. Um, Because there's different, when I say like move people, like invoking emotion, getting them to feel something, they can feel so many different things, right? You could have them feel like happiness, right? Or like laughter, joy. Like if you're posting something funny, humor is like amazing for inspiring and moving people. That's why comedic relief is a thing. Maybe you're invoking feelings of inspiration and like ambition, or maybe it's pain or maybe it's success, right? Like as I say these emotions, the question that might be coming up for you is, okay, but how do I do that? Ask yourself, think about in relation to your offer, in relation to your business, and you know your clients, what kinds of posts would feel funny, would feel inspirational, would feel vulnerable and feel, you know, what what emotions would help them like embody success? Like when you can start brainstorming these things for yourself, that's when you're going to have those like light bulb ideas that, you know, you're like, I don't even know, like, oh, like this post like went viral. And it's like, yeah, because you just got quiet and listened to yourself and created something from your fucking heart. Okay. That's not always the key to going viral. It's not like you could just meditate and then you're gonna, the next thing you post is going to be like godly, but it takes showing up in this way over and over and over again for most people for that to happen, right? To call in your people. So now we can come back to that. That was my last little tidbit that I wanted to say about emotions. So you know how often you're gonna post. You got some ideas for what you're gonna post. And then there's an element of like creating content and learning how to create content that like performs well. So like you guys know, I love using Canva for graphic design. It's super easy and very accessible. There is an amazing free version. So that's number one. And then I also like to use a little app. It's called Spacey, but I also use the free website. It's called appsforlifehost.com. And that's how I get clean line breaks in my Instagram captions. And so having my content be visually appealing, uh, I find also like helps with engagement, whether it's high quality photos or graphics, and then having your captions in that easy to read format with those clean line breaks, like at Instagram, can you please just allow us to put line breaks in our captions without an extra app. It's 2021. It's the least you can do. And so just a couple other notes that I want to leave you guys with in regards to the content portion of your marketing plan is one, lean into reels. Like obviously I don't need to spend a ton of time on this because 
yes, reels are one of the like biggest ways that people are quote unquote going viral right now. And because it's like a new feature, then they are seeing some preference in the algorithm. That's basically the only other thing that I didn't say around the algorithm that like all you need to know like around the quote unquote changes is that when Instagram drops new features, they want you to use them. But again, it's that simple. It's like not rocket science. So right now it's reels before it was live. Like when Instagram live dropped, if you went live, like you were like getting this crazy reach, your story views were like super high. Now we're not seeing that as much because reels is like in the spotlight. And also everything that I say is I do a ton of research on this. Obviously, this is my job, but it, a lot of it is my opinion as a marketer and my own experiences. So just like disclaimer, nothing I say is opinion of Instagram, obviously. And I'm pretty, I like to be very clear when things are just my opinion. So if that thing about reels, right? And like using the, and using those new features, that's just something that I see that like, and people also see, and I mean, hello, Everyone can see it. People who are using Reels, like their engagement is going through the freaking roof. So if you can use Reels in your content strategy in 2021, that would be amazing. And my other hack around Reels is that because it's like such a different form of content with like the editing and the music and just like the short form content when like the posts, like Instagram posts have basically become a form of microblogging with long captions, especially for brands and businesses, kind of being the standard now for like captioning on Instagram, then you actually have a huge opportunity to like share the same piece of content in multiple formats, which is actually like the biggest takeaway that I want to leave you guys with for content marketing for sorry, just for the content portion of Instagram marketing is like have a plan to repurpose, 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 repurpose. If you put so much effort like into this research for a feed post, use that same information and make a reel. It's a different form of content. People are not going to remember that you posted about it last week in a carousel and now you're posting a reel about it or like vice versa, like, or, you know, you did like an Instagram story and now you're posting like a reel about it, right? Because no one is paying attention quite as much as you are. And it's actually a really great way to like get your reach up by repurposing that content while like staying sane and not trying to do all of the things. So part number three of your Instagram marketing plan, and I'm gonna keep these last two portions a little bit shorter guys, because I said I was trying to make these episodes shorter because like none of us are really commuting right now, but I just seem to get talking, just seem to get talking, especially with the Instagram. So section number three though, for your Instagram marketing plan is about engagement and growth. Okay. Organic growth for Instagram right now. A lot of it is dependent on your engagement, AKA how much people are sharing your content. Sorry. What I wanted to say, I started jumping ahead. What I wanted to say was your engagement because that helps you get on the explore page as and also to perform well like in your hashtags that you're using and like getting discovered in hashtags. The posts generally, it's not always the best engagement. There's like a weird algorithm happening there, but you definitely need a good engagement rate like to appear in um, in the hashtags and like get discovered. And there's also an element of consistency here. If you're looking for 
organic growth is that you have to post content consistently. That is how you grow. The more content, if it's good content, you are going to probably see that speed increase, but it really is just hit or miss. However, if you want to see that at least, I like to say consistent growth, but I just want to be mindful of like what people think consistent growth is. Like, I don't mean like a thousand followers a month, especially if you're like just starting out, like getting 20 to 50 new followers a month. Like, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but if these were actual people, like who were your ideal clients, like that you were truly taking the time to build relationships with and like engage with them, then that is actually so many leads for your business. And that's you not having the right mindset of like, I don't have enough people like to hit my goals. Okay. Because if you had one person, that's one lead and you could turn them into a paying client. Okay. So that being said, but we do obviously want to have our accounts. We want to be getting more engagement and we want to be getting more followers. So I know I'm just preaching to the choir because y'all aren't looking for a quick fix if you're still listening to me. So growth, like I said, it's about posting content and it's about having engagement. So the second form of engagement that's going to really help you with your organic growth is sharing, which is what I started to say when I merged these two bullet points into one, is that the most important engagement for growth is getting those shares onto other people's stories and like, you know, having them just be so inspired by your content, they want to share it with their followers. So look into your insights. If you have a business account, see what posts have had the most shares in the past. And then you might start to see some common themes as to how you could start creating more shareable content in 2021. And then if you're listening, you'll want to repurpose that shareable content into maybe a reel or an IGTV or any other of the Instagram content formats so that you can maximize the reach, maximize the life of that content, all of the amazing research and brainstorming you did without sounding super repetitive, okay? And then when it comes to engagement and like getting more engagement, that's just about building real relationships with your audience. And it truthfully doesn't take that long. I hear people go, oh, engagement. I know it's become like a topic these days. Lots of Instagram marketers are talking about it, but ultimately social media is a social app. And instead of spending your time scrolling, I'm just asking you to swap the same amount of scroll time for engagement time, maybe even half because a lot of you are probably scrolling for multiple hours a day and just replacing the scroll time with engagement time. So if you could take 15 to 30 minutes a day and not just like, but comment, leave genuine comments and start DM conversations, follow people, spend time authentically being on the app and engaging others because that is how you build community, engaging others and sharing value, engaging others, sharing value, engaging others, sharing value, inviting into my business, AKA asking for a sale, (laughs) but then engaging others and sharing value and then asking for a sale, right? Like it just goes in this cycle. So what I want to ask you about in terms of like your plan for engagement and growth is when are you going to do your engagement and who are you looking to engage with? I want you to like Think about your ideal client for a little bit. What do they look like? What might their Instagram account look like? And where are they hanging out online? What accounts do they follow? All of the things. You want to look into those things, okay? 
And then the last element, element number four of your Instagram marketing plan is the actual sales part. So you have to have a strategy for how you're going to be making sales on Instagram if you wanna support your business goals. So sales on Instagram is just a matter of inviting people in to work with you. So how I do this is I use a call to action on every single post. Don't waste it. Um, Some calls to action should be sales oriented and some should be relation building. But on average, I would say like 50% of my calls to action are about people taking the next step with me just because there's like a misconception that content can't be valuable and be selling your stuff and like what like (laughs) like what do you think serve like there's a reason that there's that quote out there you know serving is selling because if you are serving up a value-packed post about how someone could transform their life using this three-step framework and they could then work with you to implement the three-step framework all they have to do is like jump on the phone with you see if they're a good fit then what about that is so wrong, right? Like you've still served them completely. You've told them what you were gonna tell them, but you've just invited them to take the next step. And then this goes back to your profile where having that link available and that like repeatable call to action, again, usually around booking a call with you, making sure that link is like readily available for you to be driving traffic. So, The next element for like making sales outside of like using the calls to action on your post is really through Instagram stories. So I love using stories to like help build a deeper connection with my audience and also using it to invite people to DM me just because it's so easy to start that one-on-one conversation from stories. Like you're having, I know for myself anyways, when I'm watching stories, It can literally feel like that person is directly speaking to me and I'm sure you've had similar feelings. So when I'm watching stories and people casually like invite me to reply, like I'm so inclined to like engage with their story if I'm truly listening and I care about what they have to say and that's on you to like build that rapport of like showing up consistently, saying things that are worthwhile and people will start to take notice. But then... Again, when you show up on stories and you do that through stories, I always say that your posts are about calling new people in and your stories are about talking to the people who are already in, nurturing that relationship and getting them to take the next step. So those are like the two functions and the difference across the two different pieces, like why you would post on stories versus your feed. But again, you can totally repurpose content that you share on your feed onto your stories. But regardless, you wanna be using stories to build that deeper connection with people and invite them in to DM you. Having conversations in the DMs and um, taking it to a sales call, which is again like that, now we're getting into getting off of Instagram and into your sales process. But this is all stuff that we do inside of Holistic Marketing Academy. There's like a whole section inside about like selling in the DMs and I have a few scripts for like how to show up on stories and how to guide people like legit fill in the blanks for like guiding people. If you're someone who's either insecure, you know, like just not confident, don't know what to say and or just need a little bit of handholding, then 
We'll put a little link in the description, but you can always message me on Instagram at the wellness marketer if you're ever interested in Holistic Marketing Academy. And then we can talk about what that might look like to get you enrolled as a student. So just a little note there around selling in the DMs. And then the last thing about sales that I want to mention is that sharing testimonials or social proof of active, happy clients or anything that is going to help create what I call demand or FOMO over your product. All of these things are amazing, amazing marketing tools that don't exactly require you to show up in the same way that you would like on Instagram stories or when you're creating content. But having what we call user-generated content, content that our clients or customers produce for us, sharing that can be so, so powerful because we are generally like fearful humans. Like we, not not fearful humans, just humans in general, right? Like in terms of keeping us safe, like we are always mindful of risk. And so when you can share other people's words, it holds a little bit more weight than your own words because obviously you're the one doing the selling, right? So you wanna believe that your product is the best and I'm sure that it is, but there's an element of having those like second, third, fourth, fifth opinions of other people who have invested with you and gone through it and achieved amazing results. Sharing those things are so valuable in your sales strategy, so freaking valuable in building the trust and getting other people to trust you because your words can only go so far. I mean, when's the last time you bought something without looking at a review? Or like there was at least some element of social proof there, I guarantee it. It's just more comforting, right? So the more that you can share these things, even if it's just so that people can scroll through and be like, oh shit, like she does actually work with clients, right? Or like she does actually get her clients results or damn, like I wish I was getting those results or I wish, yeah, like I had that support. Like these are the thoughts that you want your audience to be thinking when they're reading those posts, when you're sharing testimonials or sharing any social proof around working with clients. And that is one amazing content slash sales strategy that will help you build more demand for your product. Okay. FOMO is real. So that was a lot. And that was like 45 minutes of talking about Instagram marketing plan, but surprise, surprise. So I wanted to give you a quick summary of our four steps, the four parts of your Instagram marketing plan. Step number one, update your 2021 profile. Just do like a little profile audit and be like, Should this stay or should it go now? (laughs) Remind me to not get into singing. Okay, step number two is how often will I post, right? This is your content strategy. How often will I post? What will my post be about? And when will I create content? Number three is about engagement and growth. So when will I do engagement and who am I looking to engage with? And number four, how and when will I ask for the sale? Maybe you're showing up every day. Maybe it's just once a week. But again, I want you to really strategize how you're going to invite people to move from follower to client and make sure that you have a plan for how you're going to take those actions in a reasonable number that's going to help you produce your results. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. I What I want to hammer home for you guys is like, 
don't get caught up in the weeds of Instagram. I know I just like sat here barking a ton of strategy at you for the last 45 minutes, but it really is a lot more straightforward than you think. And it truly does not have to be so stressful. Like it is fun to create content and it is fun to connect with others. I think we are all dying for a little bit more connection right now. And the fact is when we have fun, we get better results, okay? So I want you to have fun on Instagram. I want you to have fun marketing and running your business. It's not just about producing results. So that being said though, we wanna go at Instagram, looking at it very results oriented so we can make sure that we are enjoying ourselves, focusing on the things that actually bring us enjoyment and fulfillment into our lives. And if that's being on Instagram more than, hey, you're golden. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Your support truly means the world to me. If you liked today's episode, subscribe, send it to a friend, or share it on social media. While you're there, you can find me at The Wellness Marketer on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Although Instagram is my vice of choice. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and thanks again for supporting the TWM podcast. Until next time.